0: Thirty-six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I can tell you the honest truth. I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet something's happened. It missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life.
1: It's a weird feeling, like, you can't explain it when you don't you know You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one from the of the left,
0: and another one just
1: across the road shake daylight the all we these red eyes. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed and there was a figure there, almost insect like and then I blacked out.
0: Welcome to the show everyone. My name is Cade Moyer and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. So James, The Malville Horror, this is an interesting title for an episode, uh, pretty much you said this is this is what it is. So, tell me, what was the Melville Horror?
1: Okay, so this this started back in 2008. Um, a friend of mine um, who lived in the same town as me in Victoria uh, went to Perth in Western Australia to for a holiday, and um, he didn't end up coming back. He stayed and um, he rented a house there near Fremantle and um, in a suburb called Melville. And um, he, I was in between jobs at the time then and um, he got me on the phone and said, oh, you should come over. It's great. Um, you'll get a job in, in a couple of days here and um, I'll put you up. And, and, and so that was that. And, and um, so I moved over. Um, so I ended up driving um, across. So it took about three days. And, and, and when I got to his house that he was renting in Melville, um, I got to the door um, and I was a bit how would you say I was a bit taken aback I didn't want, I, I felt funny about about the house I was it's funny Gary I, I, I don't feel like I want to enter the, the house it's something and, he, and then the first thing he said was funny that because it's haunted and, and I was like tell me more and um, <clears throat> so he was telling me a story because um, he'd only been there for two weeks. Um, and he was saying he was by himself because you know, he was the only one there. Uh, he he vacuumed the lounge room, um, done a bit of cleaning, um, and then when he come back into the lounge room, his tie was sitting in the middle of the floor where he just vacuumed, and he thought that was really strange. Um, didn't think too much of it at the time, um, but uh, when he was um, trying to sleep at night, um, uh, he'd have his bedroom door shut and... He could see shadows underneath the door um, of legs walking past and doors slamming. Um, So he thought there was somebody in the house. So he'd get up and have a look. Um, No one was ever around. So he told me that. And I didn't think, well, I thought maybe he's just over-exaggerating or just by himself because he's making stories up. But um, I I found uh, some things started happening in the house for me, And I I could hear um, door handles would shake on their own, rattle and shake. Um, With um, no one around, you'd you'd be sitting in the lounge room and you hear doors rattling. Um, And it seemed to get worse as time went on, um, the things that happened. And the house was pretty old. Um, I guess if you had to put a time frame on the house, it would be about 1940s 50s it was built um and it come fully furnished um as part of the rental agreement but all the uh furniture was really antique style um so that was a bit off-putting as well yeah that's a red flag isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah you're kind of living in a museum kind of thing and an- another creepy thing i found with the place was um it had a garden shed but in the garden shed there was about 20 suitcases full of rotting dolls and um, things like mold all over them. And I'm just thinking, why would the landlord keep all these dolls in suitcases in a garden shed? That's Um, creepy, isn't it? (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me.
0: Did you bin them? I would have just bin that right away.
1: Oh, I, I probably would have, but it kind of wasn't mine to throw away. But um, it definitely was like a question, like, what is going on here? And um, and things would start happening more within the house. Um, it was like um, you could hear footsteps uh, walking very quickly or even running down the hallway. Um, and then I found for some reason i couldn't sleep um in my bedroom without the light being on and one of my room roommates commented on it and said um oh did you left your light on all night last night and i'm like oh yeah you know i must have gone to sleep and i didn't want to admit that i was feeling a bit off in the room and um one night i was so tired i thought oh bugger what i'm feeling i'm just going to turn the light off and go to sleep and and as soon as I turned the light off and went back to bed, it was like it was taunting me and um, violently threw a keyboard that was um, uh, on a dresser um, across the room and it smashed on the wall and all the keys come flying off. Uh, so I know it wasn't like an accident where it just fell on the floor. So it was like, a, ha-ha, you turned your light off, I'm going to show you. Um, so I didn't know what to think of think of that Um, then we started hearing uh, voices but they were muffled um, so you couldn't work out what they were saying but definitely voices within the house Um, but it it was like someone was talking from behind a wall Um, then I think one of the kickers for me too was Uh, You know how on those um, ghost hunting TV shows you might see an orb um, in the infrared, how they float through very quickly, Um, and then they might say, oh, we got an orb on camera. Um, I actually saw an orb um, come into my room from the gap in the door. There was a gap at the top of about two inches. at first, I thought it was like a moth or something coming in. Um, it kind of come in, went out, come in, went out. I'm like, what What the hell is that? It's, And um, then it started floating into the room. Um, it was very pale. Um, it wasn't bright at all. And um, it was about the size of a tennis ball, and it was pulsating, just this gentle pulsating light, um, and it looked like the internal... Parts of it were looked like a jellyfish, and I'm looking at this thinking, What is this? I don't, I can't explain what that is, and then it's gone straight back to the gap at the top of the door and it's gone out again. Um, so all these things that are happening. Um, then, uh, one of the kickers, another kicker for me was that I was home by myself. Uh, And I was about to start afternoon shift. Uh, Everyone else in the house was at work. I'd walked down the hallway into the kitchen uh, and got my car keys off the kitchen bench and I turned around. And in those three seconds from the hallway to the kitchen, I turned around. A kitchen chair had been moved to the middle of the hallway where I'd just walked. Uh, No sound. There was no sound at all. Um, there wasn't squeaking or, and uh, yeah, I, the, the the speed that it happened to just shocked me and I was like, oh, I've got to get out of here. Like, I went to work and I told people at work and they just, they looked at me a bit funny. Um, I don't think they really believed what was going on. Um, but, um, yeah, we had uh, four um, other adults staying in the house at the time and it got to the point where, Everyone was having experiences. Everyone was terrified. And it wasn't a very big house either. Um, and one night, just for a laugh, um, we thought, we'll turn the lights off and uh, I'll taunt it. And, you know, we're <laughs> having a few drinks and so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, sit in the lounge room, we'll turn all the lights off, and this is about 11 at night. And I said uh, something along the lines of, um, you don't live here anymore. You are dead. This is our house. And some footsteps come bounding down the hallway, and where we were sitting in the lounge room was carpet, and it come bounding down the hallway, and footsteps scuffed on the carpet, and we all just about screamed. Oh wow! <laughs> so I don't know how you explain that, um, but everyone, yeah, we, we were thinking we've got to we've got to move out of this place, and then we started sleeping in each other's rooms, like on the floor. Um, just because we didn't want to sleep in our own bedrooms anymore, um, it, it was crazy. And um, our neighbours told us um, that the people living there before us um, just packed up and left in the middle of the night, um, which I can understand. Um, and besides, I, I think I, the only thing I didn't really see was a was a was an actual ent- like a entity um, besides the orb. Um, I didn't see any like ghosts per se, um, but you could definitely uh, feel what was going on. And and um, w- with everyone in the house scared as they were and trying to get sleep and the rest of it, I was up late at night um, on my computer, which was situated in the kitchen at the time. And I shut it down and it was about one in the morning and I'm like, I'll, everyone was a bit uh, on edge about footsteps in the house and um so i thought i'll be quiet and just walk like very silently and it's it's like it knew what i was doing trying to be silent so i thought oh well um i'll come bounding up behind you um in what sounded like great big work boots stamping on the floor uh it stamped up behind me and I'm, I'm thinking there's someone standing behind me and um But I turned around, there was nothing there. It was like it was a a deliberate taunt because you're being quiet, I'm going to be loud. Um, And that was just, yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Um, But it got to the point where um, we moved out. We moved to a different suburb for a while. And then eventually I come back to Victoria. Um, But I still was seeking answers. I was like... Um, there's something, something has to explain what was going on. It, it was an intelligent thing that we couldn't see. Um, so I started reaching out um, to some paranormal forums um, on the internet, and um, uh, I got in touch with um, Alan Tiller from Idle and Paranormal, um, and he's um, quite renowned for being uh, in that paranormal field and. Um, so he invited me over um, uh, back then in 2008-2009 to do a bit of ghost hunting Um, so I thought great I'm going to be in this because I was fascinated absolutely fascinated with the paranormal after all this had happened and I was watching every ghost show you can think of (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and I was just fascinated with the whole thing and I was like, I've got to find out more on this. Yeah, you caught so the bug. I caught the bug, yeah. And um, so I went over and, and um, so I, I, I live in country Victoria, so I do some trips over to Adelaide and um, go on some of these ghost hunts with Alan. And he validated some things for me too. Um, like uh, we were at a, a cemetery one night and um, I could see this really big um, shadow figure behind some rocks and I'm taking photos with the flash and I'm not getting anything on the camera and um, I'm like I'm, I, re- I think I can see someone there like an, a figure and um, I didn't say anything at the time and I walked back to the car and Ellen comes over and he says, um, do you see that really big guy over by the stones? And I'm like, oh man you saw it too <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so crazy and um, then the, another time that I um, we went to um, the Capunda Cemetery to do an investigation there, and we walked in the gate, uh, and we heard uh, a disembodied whistle um, from afar, and then a voice saying, "He's back again." And Alan turns around. He said, "You hear that?" And I said, "Yep, I heard he's back again." And uh, I, <laughs> and he, I think he was talking about them. Um. So that that um, some of those things validated that, and and another time uh we were actually um playing poker at like three in the morning at his house and um in my peripheral vision uh up the top uh, I saw like a face um peek around the corner and um and he said "Um oh did you see that um and i went, yeah, yes, i did um, what and he goes, yeah that's the a twelve year old girl that um uh had, had um followed me home from somewhere
0: oh no and I'm
1: like <laughs> Um, wow, because I saw that in my peripheral vision, a face peek around the corner and then he said, just casually because he's that um, experienced with it all that sometimes um, spirits will follow him home like that. Um, So I saw things that uh, he validated Um, and and this all happened from my experience in in Melville and um, it's just crazy and I, I i don't know who's living there now um and, and if they're having any experiences but yeah
0: yeah i have i have a hundred questions for you james because <laughs> What a story. You're, um, <laughs> I'm going to give people a little bit of like a behind the scenes, uh, tour here, but you basically mm-hmm. sent me this email and you're like, yeah, it sounds like a title for a horror movie, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Yep. Yes, it does. And it sounds like a <laughs> horror movie. Holy crap, James.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. For sure. How long were you living in this, in this residence for?
1: Uh, so we lasted about six months um, before we couldn't take it anymore. And um, the, there was three of us that um, got another house, um, another rental in another suburb. So we were quick out of there. Um, the unfortunate thing for one of the um, people that was left, uh, there was a couple, but um, they'd split up. And so it was only the one, fella uh, left and he was there by himself so I don't feel um, uh, I feel a bit guilty about that because we left him there in this uh, house where all these happenings were occurring
0: It's a tough thing because a lot of people don't I don't think realise the the consequences of the real world when it comes to haunting because you just can't Mm -hmm. up and move and you know, that's the thing. He he had to stay back. That's the the real life consequence of this. Is that somebody had to stay on the lease. Somebody had to stay there and weather the storm. Essentially,
1: yeah. And the other tough thing about that as well is that um, you don't really have anywhere to turn to um, when it comes to these things. Um, like you, try, you go to work and you say to your colleagues, "Oh wow, um, a chair moved by itself when I wasn't looking." And they're like, yeah, James, I think um, you might need to have a lay down, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, it, there's not, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, I was reaching out to those paranormal groups in the back in the day um, to to get those people that um, have had ex- their own experiences or they're open to it. Um, because at the end of the day, everything that went on there is just you, you can't you can't explain it from the uh, just the normal side of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you were kind of living in that age of like 2008 was right on the cusp of you know Facebook was starting to get quite big, mm-hmm. and you know the the whole online community, the whole whole online scene was really starting to change. So. Mm -hmm. It would have been a a really interesting moment in your life to be able to reach out to people and say, hey, this is happening and and sharing those types of encounters and getting the validation that, hey, you know, you're not not crazy and everyone that Mm -hmm. lives with you isn't crazy because, you know, these things do happen. That would have been like a, a, a small weight off your shoulders, I would imagine. And now a quick word from our sponsor. And Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to Believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just five dollars a month.
1: Yeah, definitely, and um, at the time as well, we were reaching out to um, some Perth-based paranormal groups. It wasn't very many, and this is in the infancy of all those really ghost hunting shows and things like that. And um, we couldn't really get anyone to come around, and 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 that's another reason why I thought, well, I'm gonna, I want to look into these things myself, um, and see what else is going on, and. Um, yeah, if I can get more validation of what 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 i experienced there and um, but but you're right, the um just having other people there that that are seeing and hearing the same things as you um and so I guess we had ourselves to talk amongst as well.
0: It would have been great to have people there experiencing it with you i I know that sounds like a silly thing to say, but hmm. When you, you kind of side the story off, you know, it kind of sounded like it was all kind of happening to to that one person. I think Gary, you said his name was? Yeah. And yep. he, it almost sounded like he was just like kind of laughing it off. Like, yeah, ha ha, the house yeah. is haunted. But then yep. it, it got too real.
1: It did. And and it, that's the thing. It seemed to get worse as time went along. Um, like uh, when Gary just moved in, it was just the tie being moved and- and some uh, shadows going past and a door sl- getting slammed every now and then. And um, when the doors started shaking, the door handles to the bedrooms and things like that, but, um, you know, there'd be like a few days in between occurrences of things happening. And it got to a point where it was daily. Um, you get home from work and um, so you'd hear um, you know, footsteps running um if you if we left something um uh in the hallway um like a bucket um or something it that would actually get knocked sometimes like just out of the blue like yeah if you just left like trigger items and things like that, but it actually had the ability to um to manipulate things objects
0: that's scary isn't it because it's yeah. not just a residual haunting you know like a a ghost going through a pattern of you know walking through a wall where a door used to be or or something Mm -hmm. like that like this is something that is purposely going out of its way to wreak havoc and i guess basically disturb and and manipulate the fear in that house
1: yeah definitely um we we couldn't really get any answers either from from the landlord, and he got very defensive when when we asked about it. Um, we're trying to be subtle, um, like to say, "Oh, uh, you know, um, has anyone kind of passed away?" Or and then he was like, he got very defensive about um, when we started kind of hinting at any kind of like um, haunting activity. Um, uh, and um, oh wow, what else? Um, it's like. Um, Uh, At at night especially, Um, I had like a sunroom at the front door, um, like a sunroom before you'd get to the actual front door. And I'd get home at um, like three in the morning from work and you'd walk in the sunroom and you you couldn't get the key in the door fast enough because you felt like someone was standing behind you um, just to get inside. And um, then we started um, – we took photos – um, just with the potato cameras that we had back then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we got uh, – we did get anomalies on those photos. Like we got streaks of light and weird reflections.
0: Yeah, right. Uh,
1: um, yeah, we got um, uh, like an orb in a couple of the photos, not your typical orb, but the, the, the weird jellyfish thing that I saw. Um, it's just um, – I just couldn't believe that I saw that one with my own eyes, not, not not through infrared or anything like that. And for such a long time, because um, by the time it floated in the room, it floated around my feet and went back out the room, um, that would have been a good uh, minute, minute and a half.
0: You know, it's funny. the The way you describe that, I've seen something very similar to that. Mine was... And the way you said, like it had a, it looked like a jellyfish on the inside. It was yeah, exactly like that. It, the way I kind of explained it when I I tell people that I've seen something like this is um, you know, like those those Tesla coils where you kind of see the electricity kind of wobbling around everywhere. Yep. that's yep. that's how I kind of put it. But when you said jellyfish, it it's definitely more like that. Like it mm. was all wibbly wobbly on the inside.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's so strange and it, um. You could tell that it was uh, conscious, whatever it was. It was some kind of being in, in the shape of a, an, an organ. Maybe that's the shape that they take um, when they're not manifested as a person or something. But um, uh, one of the other things that um, I, what I did with Alan was um, when we looked at Kapunda, um, he had a psychic um, come through and, um, uh, to to one of his conventions once, and she was doing readings and we were telling her how we'd been to Kapunda. And she said, um, no, don't don't go there. There's evil things there. And um, we'd been there uh, one night, um, and I'd travelled back to Victoria. Um, and another friend of mine that was um, with us, um, she was from Adelaide, um, she texted me uh, the next day and said that she saw um, some dark entity um, in her room um, up near the ceiling. And um, unfortunately for me, something followed me home. And um, it was, how can I explain it? It sounded like static electricity. I was laying on my side. I was fully awake, but I was laying on my side in bed. And this static electricity, I could hear zapping like in the air. Um, and I'm like... Uh, what is I've left a speaker on, or what's going on? But and then you could feel the, the 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 electricity in the air, and it's like a hand put a hand on my shoulder, and it pushed me with force onto my back. Um. Uh. And I'm like, wow. I'm I'm awake. Um. Uh, I can feel this zapping staticky electricity and something has pushed with a palm of a hand on my shot and pushed me forcefully onto my back. Um, and then it left again. It kind of went out um, the other side of the room. Um, so but my friend and I both had um, experiences the night after doing um, a, a graveyard investigation too. It's
0: it's intense. Like It, it definitely seems like you you fully went in on the, on the whole paranormal thing, but not only that, like it, it almost seems like it is fully showing itself to you as well. Ever since you had that experience back at Melville.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, I, I, um, I don't know what it was. Um, but, um, I never had such a, a fascination with that kind of thing before. I never really thought of it. Um, but as soon as Gary said, um, had a laugh at his door and when I was standing there and said that the house is haunted ever since then, um, it's really, it's piqued my interest. How old were you when you
0: moved into that house?
1: I would have been late twenties. Um, yeah, early thirties.
0: What was the, the effect on you mentally? being in a situation like that because I personally would feel like the anxiety would just be through the roof from not only yourself, but everybody else.
1: Oh, absolutely. That, that was a factor. Um, and I think some tempers flared because of it. Um, there was some lost sleep because of it. Um, my sister come to stay once um, and I, um, the only place you could sleep was my room, and I saw crashed on the floor in a swag, um, and I'd be working till like three in the morning where I worked, and I'd come home and she'd have the the light on and be, she'd have a uh, a face washer across her eyes because you didn't have one of those sleeping masks, <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, because she felt the the same uh, presence as it was a very strong presence it, it, it was. Something that um, you didn't have to be psychic um, to know that um, someone was in the room or or, or just just this eerie, oof, you're not alone feeling. It's something that,
0: you know, when you have kids and you don't get sleep, it's really hard. And that's usually just a mum and a dad. (laughs) You know, you you put five people in a house and they don't get sleep from -hmm. from this type of thing. It would have been... You would have been walking on eggshells just with the people in the house, let alone whatever else was in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I I couldn't think of anything else, uh, any other option for us besides like a full-blown exorcism, I think, Um, with a priest, I think, because, uh, yeah, there there just wasn't any other option and and everyone, everybody had their daily experiences in the end because it's just – it was like it was deliberately angry with us, or um, that we were in the house. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. And and to have things like um, a, a a great big chair just shift by itself uh, with no sound—that that's what really creeped me out. Was the fact that there was like no creaking, no no sliding across the floor. It was like it was picked up and put. In the middle of the hallway, crazy. Were you genuinely
0: scared to be in that place?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, we yeah we couldn't wait to to get away, and I think that ruined um, the experience for us in Western Australia. I think uh, it was a factor in um, making um, or making my mind up to to come back to Victoria in the end
0: yeah yeah absolutely i i could yeah. imagine it would be you know you moved you know essentially across the country for this and yep. then you move into a place like this it's you'd want to be far away as you can from there
1: yeah absolutely and um and, and of course after that experience of that that's when i looked into um yeah just uh at the all the paranormal shows that started coming out and being fascinated with that as well and watching what those guys did and um yeah, being able to tell the, the fake ones from the real ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd be a bit of an expert <laughs> yourself by then. It's, was there something that really switched the paradigm on its head for you?
1: Um, I'm, I guess, wanting answers for 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 what had what what I'd seen and what had happened um, in that time, and I'm like, um, there's got to be something else going on and when people talk about uh, paranormal and hauntings and things like that, um, for me, um, I've come to learn that there is something going on, Um, whether it's life after death, I don't know, but there, there, there is some entities that can just play around with um, with our reality,
0: one hundred percent. Yep, definitely. the The things I've been learning about the paranormal lately is fascinating and terrifying at the same time because it really does go to show how powerless one can be in a in a situation. It's um, it's it's quite mind boggling to be honest.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Knowing what you know now, James, would you? because you've you've dived in deep, you've gone down the rabbit hole which i which mm-hmm. I personally love you know you've you you've essentially became like a a pseudo investigator essentially yeah. of the paranormal yep. um mm-hmm. would you ever go back to the melville house
1: you know i I've thought about that um i i'd I'd love to just so I could talk to the people that are there now um uh tap on the door um introduce myself and then maybe try and gently go into some kind of, have you had any experiences in the place here? Um, that would be interesting to me um, because I just think it would be odd for whatever was there just to vanish or go um, when someone else moves in. I believe it was there for people previous and for us and, um, But uh, last time I actually saw the place, um, I had a a look actually not too long ago on um, Street View, on Google Street View, um, just out of curiosity. um, And whoever's in there now has actually renovated it and um, put in a new shed on the side and and things like that. So that's interesting.
0: I wonder if they stirred anything up by doing that. That would be – oh, they'll have some tales, I'm sure of it. Oh,
1: they'd have to be – a. Yeah, I just can't see it Um, just stopping um, out of the blue, yeah.
0: Did any of your previous housemates have any experiences after this? Because I always wonder in situations like this if these entities or whatever they are, if they're there for a person.
1: Yeah, that's a good question because um, we found out the hard way that they can follow you home um and i think when we moved um out of that place uh, and into another suburb in perth um which was about um probably 15 20 minute drive from there uh it was myself and gary and um we could have sworn that we were hearing things in the new place
0: um
1: footsteps in the new place and we're yelling out down the hallway are you hearing that? And I'm like, I oh, bloody hope not. So, and then that seemed to um, die down after um, a, a couple of weeks. Um, we didn't hear anything else, but it's like it—it it, almost like it was following us. Yeah,
0: it really would have been feeling like you were living in a horror movie if those experiences were happening at the next house.
1: Oh yeah definitely and I, I didn't i wouldn't have known what to do then um if it just kept happening but um no i to to think of that house in melville just gives me the creeps now um just if i was um uh, back living there um no, it's just terrible and even when you were home alone you just never felt like um, you were alone someone was always watching
0: that sense of not having any privacy would have been frustrating too.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yep. What a terrible situation to, to <laughs> be in, James. I, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to laugh, but
1: no, no. It, 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 holy it, crap. You know, I tell people these stories that happen um, and I'm laughing as well. I'm having, you know, cause how else, how else can you really deal with it? And, um just to say, oh yeah, you know, this this is what happened to me and we're all terrified and it's kind of funny in a way. Um when you think about it when there's there's five grown adults and like we're like we're all like kind of scrammed in one room because we're scared of some ghost. It's 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 a funny, kind of funny story.
0: <laughs> I can <laughs> I'm I'm trying to see the funny side of it because <laughs> I oh, it's I just I just couldn't imagine you and the and that group of people trying to explain to to outsiders like the rationality of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, some some people are really open to it and fascinated. Um like don't want all the little details like when you when you talk about it like you might be at a barbecue and someone will mention something about something paranormal or scary or something like that, and then you then then I usually drop well. I lived in a haunted house, and this is what happened and sometimes yeah, you'll get those people that are really fascinated and want to hear what happened and um what 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 the what eventuated and things like that you'll get those kinds of people.
0: How do you go sharing the story now do you do you think everything that happened there has made you stronger in the world of the paranormal
1: oh oh, definitely it's um i think from what i've went away and learned um in the time since um and you know spending time with people like alan and um, being exposed to those kinds of people um in like uh, in that that paranormal field um you, you you get you learn um you learn not to push boundaries as well. Um, they talk about uh, never to play with Ouija boards and and things like that, and they're the things that I wholeheartedly agree with. They, I think you, you go into these things with an open mind, but have have a have a viewpoint of uh, self preservation. Um, you, you try not to go in and antagonize these beings entities things like that um, with things like Ouija boards and opening portals and and all that kind of stuff it's um, yeah I, I think it got to the point where um, I was quite comfortable you know wandering around um, one of the cemeteries near Adelaide in the middle of the night um where other normal people would be absolutely terrified.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you've uh <laughs> you've earned your paranormal stripes, that's for sure there, James. <laughs> and I have to tell you, man, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to to share the the Melville horror story because yeah. it is that. It is a genuine horror. I had goosebumps the entire time you were <laughs> telling me the things that were going on and I don't know how you stayed there after the bloody keyboard got thrown across the room. I would have been oh, no, packed up no. and straight out of there.
1: Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't go then, but yeah, that was the one of the beginning experiences and then it kicked off from there and then it, and then it led to, to different things.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal in UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you.
1: Hold up.